Welcome back to the Myers Mindset Podcast, collaboration with Nothing to Lose Podcast. This is part two. I'm hanging out here with three. What did you say last time? What did I say? Phenomenal yeah. fellas. Phenomenal, Phenomenal fellas. fellas in the house. I'm in their house, actually. And uh, so if you haven't yet, make sure you go back, watch part one. Uh, we talked about shit. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> yep. Like, like poo-poo. Poop. No, we actually didn't. But we'll talk about shit on this one. Yes, so, we will. Uh, so picking up where we left off, part one, we were talking about mental health. Yeah. And uh, Joey kind of got his two cents in on it. Um, I'm gonna. Which was not fair. Like you know, like Joey asked that question with Joey B, and then Joey Wilder got his two cents, and he's like, "Pause. We're going to part two. And then like we had an intermission. It was the That's perfect true. cutoff time, you guys. All right, and you were lucky that someone is as responsible as me to keep track of that. All right, <laughs> just gotta just go because it didn't involve shit. I'm yeah. Joey B, and I'm just happy to be here. We need to lay some rules because we just yep. went 45 minutes and uh, we didn't establish. We've been saying two Joeys. Yeah. So Joey B, Joey can W. Be only one. There, there, there can they only can be. be one. You can next episode deathmatch. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to suplex me? <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know about the suplex, go to part Watch one. Part one. Part one. It's been one hell of a night so she far. She got suplexed. <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah so going back to mental health though I pro- uh, posed a couple questions. Uh, one of them being, you know, what defines good mental health? Uh, number two, how do you know what is bad mental health as opposed to just a bad day or a bad week or even your year? But, uh, but you know, Therefore, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> we've been watching. We've been, been watching Friends lately. That, that's the only way to watch it. Yeah, is to binge it. So um, good. But uh, the reason why I pose these questions um, was because I think that you know Joey W and Eric. They're very uh, level-headed, very even-keeled, and um, you know, obviously, they both meditate. So, what is the key to good mental health, um, according to you, Eric? It's a it's a tough question, and uh, I think about it a lot, like just like our regular, like what we think of health, usually physical health, right? And I think it comes down to a proactive approach than a reactive, and that's really fucking tough with m- the mental side, which is probably why it's taken until 2019 to like talk about it more because if you're physically unwell it's obvious right yeah. you're, you're fat and you're you know all that stuff that comes with it but mental health it's so easy to cover up like let's look like robin williams like the perfect example right like yeah rest in peace um yeah. like someone who brought so much joy and uh but on the inside was just struggling and so i don't know i think it, i think it just comes down to to being proactive which for me, I mean, you touched on it. It was like meditating. You know, it's like these habits that we all probably say we should do. But even like people like Joey and I, I'm sure he's the same way. It's still tough to do it. Like mm-hmm. most days, it's it's easy to get out of the routine. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you do feel so much different. I think about it a lot, like to establish good mental health. Um, and something he touched on too is like, it's not to neglect bad health or to like, pretend like bad things aren't going to happen it's not walking around like a jolly you know good time and this kind of phoniness that some people kind of think of of happiness you know sometimes yeah um i think it's to acknowledge the shit like like we have 60 to eighty thousand thoughts a day right of course a lot of those are going to be bad and some days more so than other mm-hmm. um so i think it's it's how do you develop this or like strengthen the relationship with yourself 
because I think one of the big realizations I had at 20 something years old was like all these thoughts that are going on up here, like those aren't me. Those are just thoughts. It's mm -hmm. how do I, and, and you touched on this a lot too, like how do I, how do I like see from an outside perspective what I'm, fuck, how do I say this? Like what do I, I identify with? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, like, things are going to happen. Life happens. It mm -hmm. happens to all of us. Um, and, uh, and I think it's, it's, it's about building this... Fuck. Like, I don't... Like, <laughs> you know, it's, it's tough. It's, it's, like, it's something I still have a tough time with. And, you know... But I think it, it just comes down to identifying, like... Fuck, I don't know where I'm going. No, no, that's, I mean, I could, I, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, I, I think that what you're probably saying is, is instead of uh, building on top of shit with like happy thoughts. So, like, let's say that you have some deep seated issues that you have not addressed. Most people just kind of throw a bunch of happy shit on top, right? And mm -hmm. then they believe that they're happy, but they're not truly because they haven't uprooted what originally was a problem. Right. And then, you know, built fresh on a brand new foundation. Mm -hmm. So, Joey, you actually touched on something in the part one. Go back if you haven't heard it. But you mentioned how Great plugs. Social, I love it. <laughs> I know. I'm just throwing them out. Quick quick fire up your ass right now. So, <laughs> um, not in the toilet bowl. Not in the toilet bowl. Part one again. <laughs> listen to that. Um, so social media mm. has been making all of these, you know, blank awareness, suicide awareness, uh, mm. depression awareness, anxiety awareness, right? Like they're making it, you know, almost table talk. Yeah, you know, it's like we're, desensitized. Exactly. So my question to you, because what I sort of imagine it being is like a cry wolf scenario, mm -hmm. you know, where it's like people are using uh, anxiety, depression, suicidal tendencies as an excuse to be a shithead. Right. So they're kind of like, like, like you said, desensitizing it. So do you think that this like whole new awareness is hindering or is it helping the cause of real people with issues? I think at the end of the day, it helps because it, it okay. gets the conversation started, mm -hmm. but that's not where we're going to find our answer. Mm -hmm. Like where I found real change was when I went and saw a counselor. Mm -hmm. Like, and I think we should, I should probably go see a therapist. I think we all should see a therapist. Yep. I think, I think what it comes down to is getting really fucking honest with what's yeah. going on inside you. And like you're saying that we like to cover it up and we like to push it away. And when you're talking about social media, it's out there a lot more. Um, but sometimes for the wrong reasons too, right? Like people yeah. just want the attention mm -hmm. that comes with it. Mm -hmm. And uh, and that's just not healthy, right? Because what you're after is ultimately not to find inner peace. It's to get attention from others, something outward. External. Ex absolutely. Yeah. So I think it, it comes down to getting honest with yourself and, and seeing things. And I know, you know, I'm obviously not perfect. N none of us are. And mm -hmm. my wife can definitely attest to that. <laughs> but, you know, I have plenty of errors and everything. And I think that just goes with being human. Like, yeah, we've all, you know, we've all got it. And I think here's the thing that helped me out a lot was like to realize everyone's going through it. Because for the first 20 something years of my life, I thought everyone else had it all figured out. And I was the only one like struggling mm -hmm. and like who felt disconnected, you know, and that kind of stuff. So I think realizing we're all going through stuff helps a lot and, and getting <laughs> honest, talking to a counselor mm -hmm. and then the habits you can control. Right. For me, that's like meditative meditating, journaling, mm -hmm. uh, talking, like getting on, talking to people like you, like making it a real conversation so it's not mm -hmm. just your conversation with yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think that starts the process. And then just like everything, like if you're trying to get in shape, you're not going to do it. You're not going to get good mental health in three weeks or 
two months. It's not a 60-day program. It's this, Preach. it's a lifetime, you know, like journey and process. Preach. And, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and, and you're, you never really arrive because we're all going to, you know, we're can all going to struggle at times. Can I, can I put right. in my, my whole two cents about the whole thing? No, you can't. Okay, I will anyway. So, uh, <laughs> so I think that, um, and what I've observed from like people who are close to me and even myself is that um, a lot of times we're so afraid to take accountability for, just like you said, human mistakes, right? Like we're so hard on ourselves that it causes anxiety and depression when sometimes you just got to think about it like it, sometimes it just be like that, mm-hmm. you know? Like sometimes I make a mistake and if nobody was seriously injured and if I'm not now in serious debt or breaking the law, then it was a mistake. Mm-hmm. I'm going to chalk it up to that. Mm-hmm. So I, I feel personally that if people had the mindset, the Myers mindset, <laughs> to let stuff go, mm-hmm. I think that maybe people be better off. I think, I don't know. I'm, that's just my No, I, I agree. And I, and I don't want to, I think like the Buddhism principles is kind of what you know you're touching on, but mm-hmm. like I think that's something. Not that everyone needs to become a monk or anything, but like at least to start <laughs> like exploring and learning about because there's so sure. much in there yeah. mm-hmm. that's that's right exactly what we're, t- what we're talking about here. I don't. I I think a lot we're gonna as a society and culture we're gonna learn a lot more from that and those kind of ideas more so than influencers on Instagram. More so oh, than like yeah. my self help book, yeah. you know, like oh, there's no, no, your book n- is great, but <laughs> you stop, but yeah, <laughs> but but people on Instagram who just want to floss and flex mm-hmm. on people, that's weird that's, flex. Yeah, I mean, some people are doing it uh, for the engagement. Oh, Saturday, here he goes. Which uh, I'm actually addressing something in the comments because I know goes this person right now. And, and they came in and they're actually commenting out of context. So I'm going to address this person without using their name. Checkmate. Um, it isn't desensitizing it in the sense of it's not bringing awareness to it. It's desensitizing it in the sense of people are using it to get clout. People are using it to get likes, to get engagement, which does bring the conversation up easier, which I think is a great thing, but there's two opposing forces on this. You have one side, which is actually struggling with mental health, which it is a good thing. It's becoming more openly spoken about because it made me more comfortable to speak about it, and it made many other people more comfortable to say hey, I'm having these thoughts and I don't know what to do with them versus someone that posts something in regards to mental health but really isn't struggling in the same way. It's not discrediting that they may be struggling, but some people, I've witnessed it. I know some people, and I won't put any names out there, but that post certain things because it's what's trending and it's the hashtag that's getting the most engagements. It's a trending topic. It's going to be a topic that's on this show later on this week. And it's not a bad thing, and I have nothing against them because the message they're sharing is true and is real, but are they really struggling from it the way other people are? No, they're using it for the platform that it gives them. Yeah. But it does make the conversation easier to be had, and because of that, I'm all for it. Do I condone them using it for an ulterior motive? No, but if what you're doing doesn't hurt me or take away from me, you can have anything you want as long as you're not hurting anyone or taking anything away from anyone in the process. And, and you know, just, just for like a little bit of PC here, um, I think that the difference, because number one, there can't be a loud enough voice for social injustices, right? Mm-hmm. So like people who are, you know, poor and being stepped on, like the working class, 
that needs a louder voice. Uh, mm-hmm. Racism, that needs a louder voice. Women's mm-hmm. rights, that needs a louder voice. So, like, things that are, that are almost, you know, affecting society as a whole, that needs a louder voice. And I, I understand that. But internal battles that you can't really prove or disprove, like, you know, I'm sure that a well-trained physician or a psychiatrist can diagnose depression. They can diagnose mm-hmm. uh, schizophrenia and anxiety and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But unless you've seen a counselor, which I also believe that everybody needs to, mm-hmm. you know, like, I don't feel like you have the right to use that platform for your own mm-hmm. sort of, you know, I guess, plat- like your own marketing, like your yeah, own clout. A clout. Yeah, I mean... It's 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 the not. Kids fair. are using clout these days. Yeah. Clout. I heard that's what the cool kids use. Yeah. I wouldn't know. I'm not one of them. <laughs> I think what we're See talking about on is, Twitter. is intention, right? Ex- what, what intention. Are yeah. Intentions? Yes. Exactly. Intention. 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 Yeah. Rail us back in. And awesome. he said he loved our response, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Alex. Yeah. You said you want to use names. <laughs> yeah. He was happy with it. So. <laughs> <laughs> if he wasn't, then you know. Then we then would I'd, never have known who it was. I'd be like, guys, this is his name. At da 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 da. But I mean, nice. just yeah, just, <laughs> just just like you were saying, it's all about intention. Mm-hmm. So, but again, there's no way to prove or disprove. Yeah, you can't prove it it, the good or the bad attention. But yeah, so I mean, I think what it comes down to is, does it make the conversation easier for some people to have? Yes. Yes. Um, is it a good thing that people are sharing it to get likes? No. No, but whatever, do your thing. Like it's not taken away from me. Um, well, the truth will always come out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and exactly. there will be a time when someone is maybe on a podcast yeah. and they have to talk about mental health and then they're like, uh, 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 no, no uh, idea. uh, you know, that's what we should do. What? Put, put people on blast? No, not put people on blast, <laughs> but like, Joey's like, I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> Just do a little like, January 2018, you said you were not racist. Survey says, raw. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> Just a little more background, like, see, like, what? And then see if they're actually on par with what they Yeah, like post. look something up from so, like months ago that they posted about that they were super passionate about and then bring it up and be like, well, it's interesting you say that because on this day at this day, huh. you posted oh. this. Like when people say they work out before the sun rises oh. and then they don't. Oh, man. Don't ever meet your hero. Those assholes. Don't ever meet your hero. Part one, go back. Imagine how everyone felt with Lance Armstrong. Ooh. So, uh, well, I mean, the dude had one ball. I mean, he, like, <laughs> so? if, if, if there's anybody in the world who kind of should be doping for testosterone needs, like, he cannot create it, like, in his own body. So synthetic testosterone, testosterone for a male is very important so for muscle synthesis, it? you know, mm-hmm. for growth and repair and healing properties. Like testosterone does a lot of shit. Yeah. So, I mean, like, that just sucks I mean, for I him. Think, I think just at the time, TRT wasn't widely accepted. Right. And had, it, was, it was TRT. It wasn't even like. Well, I mean, he was, no, he was, he was doing enough. He yeah. was doing more than enough to where his T levels were extremely high. Um, but TRT wasn't widely available like right now trt for males is almost as readily available it's not as easy to get but it's as readily available as a female can get birth control it's not as easy for us to get it so if you if any one of us were to go in and we're like yeah we need trt they'd be like nah yeah nah nah you don't but for someone once you hit the age of 40 your probability or even 35 of going in and being able to get trt with ease and have it doctor administered is like flipping a coin yeah and so because of that, it may be a little less decriminalized. Taboo. In that eye, but I mean, yeah, still. 
the guy did have one ball. You're right. Can I get one more thing in? Of course. On, uh, no, no, you can't. You can't. This is. <laughs> can Tony? <laughs> I don't talk. Uh, okay. He's the IT guy. Yeah. Um. <laughs> with uh, yeah, mental that's health. That's a fact. What's that fact? That was a fact. What that you don't talk? Well, we still got Alex, IT guy. So we would get like one we got more. thirty minutes left, so and this is my podcast now, okay. so you're gonna be talking for. So we just put 25. Joey B on mute. <laughs> um, no, because I'll start screaming. All right, <laughs> just like and his dog. all of your mics. <laughs> why his dog is like that way? Right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna stand up right now. There's a fist stain right there. <laughs> <laughs> there is. <laughs> got a little wet. I was awake for this one. But, uh, <laughs> no. What did you want to throw in the pile? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So mental health, I just wanted to, like, one more thing, especially for those, like, people struggling, you know? I think, well, I did want to just make one distinction. Like, especially depression gets thrown around a lot. Mm-hmm. And and uh, I think, again, it kind of desensitizes the word because I, I think there's a difference between someone who's just sad and down and, like, shit's just not going well for you. And, you know, again, I'm not, I'm empathetic to that because I have that too. We all do. Mm-hmm. But depression, at least in my opinion, is when you feel stuck and you can't get out. Mm, like yeah. there's literally no other way. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and you guys know like my backstory. And so I've thought about that probably more than most people. But um, if you if you're struggling, if you're depressed, you know, I think you need like you need to go see like serious help. Mm-hmm. Like you're I love you, but you're not going to get the answers from me. You're going to have to sit right. down with like a counselor, you know, or Joey or these guys. You got to sit down and talk to a therapist, a counselor. Um, if you're just struggling, you know, if you're having a tough time and maybe you're not at that depressed, you know, state, I think it's still good to talk to friends. I think it's still good to talk to family, anyone you can talk to, basically. So it's real. It's not just this story in your head. Mm-hmm. So that's something mm-hmm. I struggle with. I, I just keep it in. I keep everything in. You know, you were saying how you kind of like lash out. Like, I shut down. I keep it all in. Yeah, I shut down, and then I internally combust. Overload, overload, overload. That's kind of what happened not so long ago. And, I mean, it wasn't a bad thing. It just, that's what happened. Yeah. Like, you internalize it, and then eventually you have to have a release. Yeah. And I didn't enjoy going to the gym anymore. I just didn't enjoy anything at all. Yeah. I would wake up, and I would be tired the second I woke up, so I would try to go back to sleep. And there were certain days yeah. that I would just smoke weed into oblivion and yeah. put myself back to sleep just because I didn't want to be awake. Because mm-hmm. I didn't want to address anything that was coming up. I instead just wanted to sulk. And I wanted to tell friends how frustrated I was because misery loves company. Yeah. And mm-hmm. thankfully, my friends were real and they talked to me about it instead of saying, you'll be fine. Yeah. You'll snap out of it. That's the worst thing you could say. Mm-hmm. And doesn't nothing against anyone that says that, but... If someone reaches out and they say they're having a tough time mentally, they're trying to have you as a soundboard. They're not saying it because it sounds good. They're saying it because they're reaching a hand out. And I think we're doing ourselves a disservice because at the end of the day, it's we're all human. And if you look at it, we're the weakest things on the food chain. What makes us strong is our ability to problem solve and our ability to work together and communicate yet we're against each other so commonly. So if someone reaches out a hand, I'm very big on reaching a hand back and at least listening and asking, pressing questions, because I've been there. I've walked a mile in those shoes. I know how it is to have deep, dark thoughts and have everyone around me think that everything is going great. 
and not many people are comfortable sharing that side. No, yeah, people people shy away from adjusting like weird. You gotta get closer. Weird yeah. feel conversations that are negative. What are you, Neo? <laughs> yeah, that's the, that's what I thought in my head. <laughs> closer, closer. So, uh, you guys want to change gears? Yeah, I'll, I'll change it. I got yeah. it. I got it. Ooh, I got it. Joey. Got it. I got it. Joey. I'm just gonna go sit down in the corner. I think don't that, pee. <laughs> I think Dex calling you right now. Yeah, I Bathroom mean, he's break. probably screaming he's probably right, now. <laughs> right now. <laughs> Where is he? He said he'll be back. I seriously can't wait for you guys to meet him. Like, Bring him here. First, you're going to be like, oh, just puppy. Just and then he's just going to like, like drop kick you in the face <laughs> and steal your car. Straight up. <laughs> he's going to bite you. Steals your girl. Steals your steal car. Steal your girl. Steal your girl. Dude, my dog is given, uh, he's six for six of giving women black eyes. Excuse me? What? Yeah, dude, you guys have seen my dog. He's tiny. He's yeah. Like, yeah. He's like 10 pounds. Dude, he torpedoes at people. Like, he'll come running. Oh, Chris Brown's oh, okay. people. And it's me like, <laughs> it's me like no, Dexter. Whoever's there is like, oh, my God, he's so cute. And he's running. He's like, and just head first, dude, just right into their eye. And they're like, oh, my eye. Their eyes all bloodshot. You, you, know, you, know, you know what's the best part about that? Is he probably watches his dad suplex women, <laughs> so he's probably like, "Yo, check this new move out." <laughs> Been watching WWE yeah, like, all day. He's, wow. really, he's really weird, dude. He tries to like sit at the edge of the bed and like he'll just sit there and like he'll watch me. Like if I have a woman that I'm dating over, it's really weird. And so he hasn't. What seen you're suplexes. implying is, is if you're, no, he hasn't uh, learned that from me. Is what I'm implying. No, he's he's not neutered or fixed or anything yet, and he's never humped. Or anything. Oh, hmm. uh, Dexter, uh, he humps, but nice. he doesn't know how to hump. Oh. So he just humps. Like, he doesn't, he's not like, you know. It's not like there's no rhythm. Like, yeah. Nope, nope. It's just him, like, uh, like. Uh, like and then, <laughs> and then so, and he, he's a baby. Mm-hmm. Like, he's still a baby, and he's like, eh, eh, and I'm like, I'm looking at him, I'm like, what are you doing? Like, what it's are you like even trying to do? Yeah. Oh, that's awkward. Uh huh. Or like, sometimes it'll be like a blanket, you know, but he's four months. Get him a stuffed animal. He's got plenty. I'm going to get him a stuffed animal with your face on it. With my face <laughs> on it. Mm. It's not going to last long. Uh, oh, Tony, Tony, take oh over. Oh, my Let, God. Like, Tony, take over. Take take over. Tony, take over. We're getting to a weird place now. Weird, <laughs> weird. Going down this. like So, shit, now we're going to piss. Now we're like humping. Like He brought up humping. Yeah, he does that. That's, yeah, that sounds like my meals. weekend. You get what you get. <laughs> humping the air. Humping the air. Uh, yeah. Humping the air. And then my girlfriend asking me, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you wonder where he got it from. But anyways, so recently I've been like, I've been going to interviews, right? And yeah. it's like, you know how you go to interviews and you're trying to sell yourself, basically. Like you got to like impress the person that's interviewing you, right? I like where this is going. Yeah. So the woo. Winning others over. Okay. So. Wooing. Got wooing. It. So. I never sh- knew that's what that meant. Me either. Me neither until Jen looked it up. Open P. Ten minutes before you guys came through. The MVP. <laughs> Jen. But being J Tran blog. Check blog. It out. Check it out. Another plug. six deep. Going on seven this weekend, hopefully. No. Now. Hey. Maybe? Woo but me. Woo, woo me. Woo you like this. So, why do you think it's so hard for people to try to like sell themselves to somebody? Modesty. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't and so, know. No, it, 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 so right now, I think I got it down now. So like I've been on so many interviews that I think I, I got it down now. So like, like countless of interviews, like I'm like, oh, that was terrible. You know, I could have done this in better. It's like just self-teaching myself or just thinking out loud, whatnot. So th- I think there's people that go in there, they have it down. They can sell themselves way too much. They oversell themselves. And then there's people that just don't know how. 
Mm-hmm. So why is it such a difference like that? Like, why is there no in-between yet? You guys are both business owners, so this is, like, a great question. I know you've probably interviewed people, and then, um, have, I mean, with your fitness, did, were, were you hiring externally? No. Ah. Uh, but I think about it in my head. Ah, okay. I, yeah, I got questions for them. Oh, oh, yeah. already, already preloaded. I, um, I test them out on Dominique. And she's like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> so um, being an interviewee and an interviewer, I've been both. I think that I just want to connect with the person on a human mm-hmm. level. So yeah. like, if, if I walk in there and I'm like, yeah, you should definitely hire me. Like, mm-hmm. I'll handle all this shit. That person's going to look at me like, I don't want to work with you. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, so I, that's just my take. But mm-hmm. right. being interviewers. Um, I mean, being an interviewer, uh, I look for a handful of things. Um, a resume, I look at to an extent. Um, I look at it just to see consistency. And if you have a resume, um, I'm big on anytime I post any type of job, I always say respond with this in the subject. Mm-hmm. And so I do what's called a Can you follow instructions? Diligence. Yeah, like <laughs> can you follow these simple instructions? If you didn't even put that in the subject, mm-hmm. you're already out. Yeah. I don't care if you were literally a unicorn and you're exactly what I'm looking for. You couldn't follow a simple instruction. Trash. So, yeah, into the trash. And after that, I look at the resume to see consistency. And what I look for, just because of my background, if I see someone that's had a job since they were 14 years old, it shows me that they're hustling. They're just trying to make money and make the most out of their life, especially someone that doesn't have a college education. Um, Aside from that, I look at how they carry themselves. Are they confident when they're talking with me? Is confidence even a duality of them? Because let's be real for a second. Like any interview you go to is nerve wracking. Yeah. You could know you're going to get the job, but it's still nerve wracking as hell. And so I understand that and I accept it for what it is. But anytime I've interviewed people, I've looked for body language. Yeah. I've looked for their vocal tonality and just gotten to know them as them. Um, not so much their experience, but getting to know them on more of a human level. Um, I've done group interviews a couple times, and it's really interesting the way people get when they're in an interview with other people around them. Because I've done, I did a 30-person group interview. Why would you do that? Uh, Why? Why would you do that? Dude, I ended up getting the job at the end of it. I was oh, you, oh you were a part of it. Okay. I, I thought you hosted it. I'm like, why the yeah, I'm like, I would never do that. that man. All right, you guys get pitchforks. You guys get bow and arrows. <laughs> Good luck. Game on. Game on. Dude, just Shoot donuts at each other. Yeah, dude, um, But to me, I look for the Shoot confidence. Do they, do they look me in the eye? Um, <laughs> what does your one-year plan look like? Mm-hmm. Do you mm-hmm. have a five-year plan? Yeah. Um, I think what people fail is that when they tell me about yourself, and they go into their career and everything like mm-hmm. that. And then the person just automatically turned off. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, no, you tell me about yourself. I yeah. want to learn about yourself. Exactly. Your resume tells me what you already did, but mm-hmm. tell me about yourself. Yeah, and that's that's something that, that that's actually a very good point. Because I'll ask something like that. Um, I'll ask them, you know, what do you like to do on the weekends? Because I want to know them as a person. Yeah. Like, are you someone that if you have a shift scheduled on a Monday morning at 6 a.m., Am I going to be worried about you wilding out on a Sunday night and I'm going to see you at the bar next to me and then I'm going to get a text? I was going to say, you'll probably be there. (laughs) Am I going to get a text and saying, like, oh, hey, I can't make it in today? And it's like, really? You looked fine last night as you took that 17th shot of Patron. (laughs) Literally, I've been in that situation. Not 17, but she had had enough to drink. She got fired. 
unfortunately. And I never like firing anyone or letting anyone go. It's the most difficult thing for me um, because it messes with someone's livelihood, and I don't like that. Mm -hmm. Um, But when it comes to the interview process, it's really weeding out who wants to be there and who is there because they can see themselves being happy doing Mm -hmm. this. So then what makes you happy is a question that I ask them. If they say, oh, I don't have a one-year plan, well, why not? Well, no one's ever talked to me about that. And then I have this person in front of me who could use some type of leader Mm -hmm. around them, who could use someone that's almost a role model. And I look for someone that is moldable, who also can communicate with me. You know, if I say, um, usually I ask them, okay, if I have you come in on a weekend, is that going to work for you? And say yes, and then later on, they're like, oh, well, you know, sometimes I have stuff going on on the weekends. You gotta go Coachella. Ver- yeah, exactly. Versus someone who, like, oh, you know what? I have to be honest, weekends won't really work for me. Okay, you communicated that to me from the very beginning. Um, someone that kind of foresees that that may be an issue rather than telling me what I wanna hear just because I wanna hear it. Thank mm. you. Next. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Asking permission versus apologizing. How many yeah. song lyrics has Eric, like, Quoted, just over there, just chilling in the corner. I'm telling you, if we had a little, like, a high soundboard, we could just, like, ding, yeah, play it right in. I mean, we have, Uh. I don't want to say the name, but it's it's right there. Yeah. So, I want to add a couple to this, because I haven't uh, interviewed for jobs, but we've we've had a couple interns, and then I interview people for the podcast, and then... um, and then I've hired like virtual assistants. Right. And I, I piggyback a lot on what Joey was saying. I think it, for me, it comes down to intuition. Mm-hmm. Like, like he was saying, body language. Like, because yep. you're crea- basically creating a false environment. Yeah. You're sitting down, you're talking to them. Of course, in theory, we're all going to be on time. We're going to do the thing. Mm-hmm. So you kind of have to see past that. Mm-hmm. So intuition is a tough thing to put your hand on. But I think for me, a big thing also is like, do they really believe in what you're doing? Do they want to be a part of like the goal and the mission and the vision that you right. have? Because if they if they love if they want to see this thing grow, a company or or a thousand interviews, right? If they want to see that come to fruition, then they'll make up the skills and you know everything like that. Like y- you can balance those out. I think it's mm-hmm. that that intangible, which sucks to answer yeah. that question, but it's the intangible of like. Do they believe in what you're doing? Mm-hmm. You know, and then intuition, are they, you know, body language, stuff like that. So that's, that's my only to- two cents on, on being both sides, right? Because I've been interviewed where, like, I don't know if I actually want this job. And I'm sure they picked up on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Happened today. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, group settings, too. I got this job in, uh, when I was in college. I was at a rec center. And, like, five or 600 people apply for it. They pick, like, 10 people. And this oh. is a time before I've... I'm like figured myself out. I'm still very insecure, all this stuff, you know. And uh, and I got the job and I was like mind blown. Like how the hell? And I talked to the the girl after who she had a say in it and she's like, "Well, you were listening to other people talking. You you could tell you were like present where mm-hmm. other people are just thinking about themselves." Mm. You know, which I'm like, Oh, that's cool. I didn't what he's done for that. the like last hour, last hour and a half too, just over there in his quarter, just like mm. observing. Intro- yeah. mm-hmm. Introvert so hard. But if you listen, so if hard. you listen to his next podcast, he'll like bring up these topics. So, dude, I think it's it's <laughs> weird. All th- stuff will come up that you guys said, like when I came over here, when you came over, like, and it'll click for me. And like, 
it helps me out a ton. Just mm-hmm. like um, yeah. the shit we talk about. And after this, I'll like talk to Jen. I'm like, shit, I should have said this or this yeah. and this. And then she's like, well, write it down. I'm like, it doesn't matter. Like, I'll forget it next yeah. time. Right? It's yep. just not clear at the moment. Yeah. yeah. I have so many notes of like things that like I've wanted to say or do like a segment on. And maybe eventually I will. I think you should write it down. You could call Jen. Yeah. I <laughs> do write it down. <clears throat> it's just some days like. Some days I don't want to share that message. Yeah. Some days that's yeah. not the message that resonates with me. Um, you don't want to be like walking down a 24-hour fitness parking lot? Or? Oh, bro, I don't go to 24 anymore. Okay. You know, I've, accept, right. I've already, accepted the ban. The bougie. I've accepted the ban now. I'm Talk a, about bougie. Dude, I'm at fit, fit now. You know what I don't um, like about that? And Dominic and I talked about this. The way that they presented it or like sent out that message, it was like, we, we want to the save the environment. <laughs> I would have had so much more respect if they were like, hey, you know what it's like to have to, you know, budget and, mm-hmm. you know, like on a personal level. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For the like, listeners not listening, for the listeners that are unaware, 24-hour fitness, ban- like, no longer gives towels. So they were giving out towels for, what, two or three years? Yeah. Well, oh. I mean, I feel like, all right, story time. I used to take, <laughs> take seven down. towels with me on, like, let's say my last day going in would be on a Friday. I would take seven towels with me, and the next time I would go back. But what about the environment? I would return the seven towels. It's not stealing if I return them, Tony. (laughs) And I would take, I would borrow seven more towels. Okay, there you go, borrow. Eventually, I got to the point where I just stopped returning them. And, dude, I have, like, 400 towels. So if you guys need sweat towels. Got you, fam. I got them. Oh, my God. I'm the same way. I'm a thief. We got, like, 20 of them, and that's what I dry Nala with. Yeah, so yep. the big one. I'm just trying right. to save the environment. Yeah, no, I wash it myself. Yeah, <laughs> we paid for it. Like yeah. they, they, I mean, at least I don't have a blow dryer for my dog. Yeah, you know, you know who yeah. does? Uh, hey. Probably got like a crimper and stuff. <laughs> for him too. You know, as soon as he gets to that point, it's yep, he's gonna be styling. Barkley. Oh yeah, yeah. No, he's he's gonna be you know looking like a pos, and he's gonna be sounding like a pos too. So nice swag. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, shit. Anywho, that that Speaking was just... Speaking of shit, uh, Joey <laughs> Wild over here, Mr. Wild, has a good... Uh, Ooh. I have, a, I have a shit story? A good shit story. With a cat? Do you want to share with that? With the cat. With the cat. Oh, Lost. my dog eating my... No, the, the Amazon. Oh, oh, so over the holidays, <laughs> um, everyone gets packages stolen from their doorsteps, right? And <laughs> I had never got... I had never had that happen. Like, ever. And I was always like, I, that's never going to happen to me. Like, no, like, I live in a gated area. I don't know if, like, my neighbors have an agreement with the USPS guy, but I kept getting the notification, like, was handed off to recipient. And I'm like, no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. It <laughs> wasn't handed work? off to anyone. And so I got nine packages stolen off my doorstep. And, like, I'm frustrated at that. Like, it, it was little things that Amazon replaced them all. Thanks, Amazon. You're the MVP. They are great. Yeah, they are great. And so I couldn't accept that. I wanted to get even. That and sounded I'm, like a brand deal right there. No, we don't now have a... Yeah, right? I'm actually being paid. You know, Jeff Fuck. Bezos is only, you know, $65 billion less rich. But no He gave deal. me free shipping for saying that. Two-day shipping. Nice. Damn. <laughs> He didn't give me hey, anything. Hey, dude, head on over to the Myers Mindset. They <laughs> got the real deals. Dude, I know. But, um, <laughs> anyway, yeah, sorry. so these these individuals were stealing my packages. Uh-huh. And so I have a cat who has a litter box, as the story goes. And I had this Amazon box sitting in my room that, 
like, do you guys ever get a bunch of stuff on Amazon and you put it all in one Amazon box until you open it all? And like, does anyone else do that? Do you do that? No. Like you just have it. Okay, never mind. I guess I'm the only one. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Um, so I had all my stuff sitting in this Amazon box and I'm pissed. And I'm thinking, like, how do I get these guys back? Do I, DD, do I DDoS attack their website like, or their, their internet because they have a public Wi-Fi? And I'm like, dude, I could shut you down. And so then I was like, no, it's a felony. You can't legally do that. And so then I thought about it. And I, like, my cat jumped up on the box and I looked at her and I was like, you, you. <laughs> and so I emptied my litter box into this... Amazon box and I taped it up and I put it out front as if it was a delivery package oh. and lo and behold this thing got taken and dude I saw this bo- this box in the community garbage can <laughs> and I can only imagine how pissed they were because in the bottom I even like poked some holes in it so when they picked <laughs> it up some sand probably fell out like into their house yeah good for you man dude yeah. that's some that evil the genius only, stuff dude it's the only way I could get even it's kind of like it reminds me of this time I had one of my friends drawn and they, me. They never stole again. Yeah, so it was I, a happy I mean, ending. Let's hope they didn't. <laughs> um, I had some of my friends drawn me once when I was passed out. Like I had my shoes on. I understand that's the rule, but like for old enough, like don't fucking do that because I'll get you back two years later. <laughs> <laughs> and so we're on vacation in Cabo. Talk about holding and, a grudge. Nah, dude. I just told him I'm gonna get you back, but it'll be on a day that like you wish I didn't. And so we're all in Cabo together. We're having a great time. And I go to get us mimosas, and I crunched up Dolcolax in the room. Dolcolax is a really powerful laxative. And (laughs) I crunched it up into a powder form, and I put it inside of his mimosa. And I was like, cheers, guys, to blank years of friendship. Let's chug it all down. So we chugged it all down. As he chugged it down, I made eye contact with him. I pulled into my back pocket, and I was like, good luck, bud. And he looks down, and he opens up the package. And his face went from smiling to... It's over. And he looked at me and he was like, why? The whole, the, whole, the whole package. And he read it and he was like, the serving is one. How many was in this? I was like, I think like eight. And he was like, how long do I have? <laughs> like 15 minutes. And he was like, all right, guys, I'm out. I'm out. Goes back to the room. Dude, he was in there for the next 17 hours. I kid oh you not. In the God. bathroom. Did not leave the bathroom. Uh, you just um, killed his whole vacation, dude. Clint's no, he was fine. I mean, he, he was... fine. It just went we Ordered room him. service to the toilet. Dude, we had no. to get him, like, aquifer and, like, like he... He hurt. The door is open. What a question. But, dude, they drew on my face with shark Like, (laughs) I have a picture somewhere. They drew on my face in such a big way that, like, dude, someone stipple penned. Like, you know, stipple penned when they dot? Like, they shaded and, like, they made it go from dark to light. Like, dude, I looked like a fuck. They gave me cat whiskers. They drew in, like, half a fucking Hitler mutt. Like, all these things. And I was like, what, was you, what were you guys even doing? He was like, well, originally we drew a flower around your eye, and then... And then that, that just looked way too good. Yeah. So <laughs> then we yeah. just... <laughs> yeah, but like they drew a chain onto me and everything, and yeah. All right. Hey, this is a good topic. Best prank that you've given or received? Oh, dude, Ooh. I have a good one. I have a good one. Got one? Anyone can go. It's I'm, I'm going to let Joey go. And all right, then... so when I was in high school, we all have a senior prank, right? Oh, I have one. Okay. And so I was emancipated when I was in high school and I was 16. So I was my own guardian when I was in high school and I lived on my own because I didn't want to move away again from moving like my entire like childhood. I wanted to graduate with people I knew. And so our senior prank, we bought nine chickens. 
okay? Like nine real chickens. This is out in Palm Desert. We went out to like Yucca Valley. We bought chickens and we numbered them one through 10. But we bought nine. Oh, oh so they so, got... So, they were, so, so I, worked as an, I worked as an office aide. And so we let these out in the quad during like some big day where all school grades are out in the quad. <laughs> and so you can... Have, have you ever tried to catch a chicken? No. Yeah, it's, it's hard. really hard. Like... My grandma had three, and I swear, like it was like it took dude, us half an hour to. Catch I don't them. know, like if there's a. Ma- I grew up on a farm, and I still can't catch a chicken. Like, dude, they're they're fucking ruthless. Like they'll jump up, and then if one fell swoop, they'll turn around and go right at your face. Mm-hmm. Like, it's insane. So watching teachers, watching people try and catch these chickens without hurting them, That's awesome, was hilarious. <laughs> so they ended up catching the chickens. It was a senior prank. No one got in trouble. Staff is of course worried because they only found. They counted nine. Nine. They're missing a number. And so I was the office aide, and I brought a rotisserie chicken in to the vice principal's office a week later with the number three on top. And I set it down while he was doing the morning announcements. And he looked at me as he's doing the announcements, looked down, and just starts busting up laughing. And he was like, make it a great day or not. The choice is yours. And he sets it down and shakes my hand. And he was like... Good thing I didn't bring lunch today and just fucking starts digging into the chicken. <laughs> Dude, it was amazing. Time we didn't ruin really anything. <laughs> that was like the best prank I had done. I how, how long did it take? For them to gather them all up. Oh, dude, it took like a good hour or so. Yeah. Cause, like, With like everyone trying to get it. <laughs> dude, there were like people that were like sh- like cornering this chicken and this chicken would just fly up and over them and just fucking keep running uh, Like away. you think you have it, it's in your hands and it just like yeah. it makes itself skinny somehow. Just <laughs> Yeah, dude, people were running into each other trying to catch these chickens. That's like, awesome. Dude, it was hilarious. <laughs> people were slipping. There was chicken shit everywhere. Shit. There shit. was like announcements. Shit. Oh, there's chickens in the quads. The janitor looks at the teachers. How long do I have? <laughs> <laughs> right? uh, yeah, that was my uh, my best prank that I had ever. That's a good one. Yeah, I've won. It's not it's not as good as that, and it's kind of mean. Um, but when I was a senior in high school, uh, my friend had a uh, in in person interview with Harvard. Days. Right. So he was he was going to go meet people to talk about Harvard. Um, he had a really good shot. Blah blah blah. Uh, smart kid. He was, uh, you know, half black, half white. So, you know, they were looking at him to fill that gap. And keep, it, was, it was awesome. I'm <laughs> serious. You, you know, no, they, that's, that's. What a, do you mean by a, that, Joey? It's a, it's that's a, a real thing. It's a, it's a real thing. No, I know. Yeah. I know. Um, but so, um, you know, he, uh, he was prepping in uh, the locker room, right? Because we just got out of um, lacrosse practice. And he was changing. He was putting on his tie and shit like that. And so what had happened was um, he drove a white truck, like a white pickup. We, we had those, those black markers that you write all over the windows and shit like that. And uh, we pretty much Hold just on. wrote all over his white truck, like, the most obscene things. You know, like, things that, like, like drew dicks on there. And, like, you know, I think on, on the gas tank, I wrote, like, I run on cum, fill me up, you know? Oh and God, and so, like, he had, to, he had to drive to his interview and, like, meet these people at this coffee shop in that truck with just, like, a bunch of dick cannons on the windshield. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know, man. it was... It was the worst thing. Dude, he, that's fucked up. He didn't get in. Um, oh, but, no. you know, that was, yeah. I would probably do the same thing. Yeah, that, that's it. You got some technical difficulties over here. When though. I was a valet, whenever someone was a dick, I would pee on their door handle. And, like, it wouldn't be raining outside. No one ever thought, like, why is my door handle wet? So I peed on it. That's, that's, that's Jesus Christ. You're savage, dude. Dude, I didn't like like unkind. That's people. a misdemeanor like, in several states. That's a. <laughs> oh, 
Joey. Hold it. <laughs> I never admitted to that. That was the other Joey. We got. We definitely have to take the picture like that. Like you know, I mean, hold it. Should I hold it? For it? I hold it for like something like that. Weird flex. Was this? Was this your prank? Did no. you guys just get me? No, that wasn't a prank. Gotcha. Uh, your mic hasn't even been on. For some reason, <laughs> <laughs> idiot. You thought this was the Myers mindset. <laughs> Tony actually does really good pranks where he um, supposedly clicks record on the, oh! on the device and then it doesn't record. You got me. Damn. <laughs> Whoopsie. I do it on myself then too because I think I'm like, oh, this is great. It's going to be epic. Delete the whole no, file. Delete it. I've done pranks, but nothing like on your guys' level. Like yeah. it's just been really small ones. People get butthurt about it, but. I don't know. Like you did a prank to Jen? Is that what you're looking at? No. Oh. No, because she knows. Like it's just like. Some people could take it. Some people just never come back around. Yeah, yeah. Some <laughs> people can't take pranks. My mom. Yeah, I pranked her mom. once when I was My like mom. eleven. <laughs> you know, so well, no, I didn't tell you, but it, it was a stupid like eleven-year-old prank. Like the in the kitchen, the fucking nozzle. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. and you just like wrap it up. Uh, so when they turn it on, it gets yeah. you. She was not happy. No, nope. <laughs> no, I never admitted it. No? Oh, okay. I, I, I was like, 13 years later. Right. <laughs> Sorry, Mom. I don't think she listened to a 45-minute podcast. Right. Right now. <laughs> no, I haven't I'm trying oh. to think of pranks I've done to my mom. I showed up earlier this year. Um, I was at a winery in a vineyard, and I got one of those, like, stamp-on tattoos put on <laughs> right here. <laughs> I got one of those like no, we're working those out tonight. lick on tattoos put on and I showed up at my mom's house and like I kind of kept turning away from my mom and I have it on video and this the thumbnail of my mom's reaction when she thought this was on my neck she smacked me like it, it wasn't funny to her like and as she's smacking me she smacked me three times and was like mom it's fake it's fake I swear it's fake She's like, I fucking can't. Just Madsen fucking keeps hitting me. And I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. I'm going to fucking hurt right now. Classic mom. And so, yeah, it was at that moment that I realized the tattoos are not a joke to my mom. <laughs> I actually have one more. Um, it's really stupid, but kind of funny. So for a while, I lived in uh, New York City. And we would just, like, get drunk all the time, right? Like, it was, it was a fun time. Um, what I would do is because everybody knew I lived in New York at the time, um, I would call random people that I haven't talked to in a really long time. And I would be like... I was, you know, like, let's say, you know, this guy's name was like Mike. I would call Mike and be like, Mike, okay, real quick, I'm in the cash cab. What I need you to do <laughs> is I need you to name all the planets in order time. from the sun. Go. <laughs> and then you go, oh, oh, Mercury, Venus. I'd be like, you know, like hang up. Like, Come on, man. <laughs> I used to do that shit all Dude, the time. Yeah. Can oh, we God. do that on one of the shows? Like, I don't know, man. A whole episode on it? Yeah. Like, just cash cab people? Yeah. Like... We can connect it to the like phone how, and then call them. Kind of like how Frankie V and them do the uh, morning uh, Gemma. Have you mm. guys seen that? Shit. When you dude, call, like, when you... fuck with people. Who would dude, you like to send a 12 dozen roses to? Yeah, dude. Well, they'll, they'll call people, and, like, for instance, they called this guy, and they were pretending to be his work, and he was like, hey, what's up, Jeff? Is this uh, Jeff so-and-so? And he's like, oh, yeah, it is. And he's like, hey, we're calling because, you know, we saw that you used the bathroom on floor three yesterday. You know, it's a little <laughs> clogged. And uh, so we have a bill that we're sending you. And this guy's like, wait, you're sending me a bill for clogging the toilet? And these people start to, like, freak out and get angry. And to the point where they're like, oh, I'm going to come down there. What's your name? And he's like, 
Uh, this is Frankie and Tati. You're oh part my of God. Like, your wife decided to jamboozle you. Jamboozle? And, and like, yeah, every time you can tell, they're just like, I love my wife. <laughs> Can't wait to get home. <laughs> really good one. Can't wait to tell her. I'm going to do that to someone. I might do that on the drive before I head to my next oh, place. Like, and then the wife so, looks at I'm the in dog. the cash cap. <laughs> How long do Name I Name five candy bars. <laughs> Go. <laughs> no, dude, it was, it was the best because, I mean, like, I haven't talked to these people in like years, so it seemed really authentic. Oh, we should good. do that. Like, we should really call good. some people and ask them some questions. Dude, just call them from like a slide aisle line. Slide. Cash cap doesn't exist anymore, though. It doesn't. No, no, I don't. I don't think so. Let's create our own. Yeah, we should. Yeah. Boom. Cash bird. <laughs> I'm right on the cash bird right <laughs> now. Who, um, who wants to be a millionaire? Call Dude, a friend because that, be that shows back. Yeah. Yeah. You'll never believe it. They're like, where's the sound effects? I don't hear the sound effects. Yeah. Stop lying to me. <laughs> So the question is, they want me to guess when you lost your virginity. And I, have, <laughs> I have the age in mind, but you need to clarify it for me. Um, um, yeah. uh, <laughs> when does this air? Oh, oh. That would be Do I twisted. have enough time to figure uh, It'd be good and the bad. Mm. We'll, we'll make some new friends. Cash cab, though. That's like innocent. You know, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, and then like, I'll always ask them like, random questions. Like, you know, who painted the Mona Lisa? Or... You know, name name the planets in the solar system. You probably system. got some really stupid answers, huh? Yeah, I did. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Yeah. That's That'd probably be me. Don't call me for that. <laughs> <laughs> Not I'll just be like, Siri? <laughs> Alexa, what's the answer? Dude, you can't say it too loud. Right, did dude, you guys see that too. South Park episode that had... No. <laughs> dude, so South Park aired an episode where they said commands. Mm-hmm. For it, and apparently it caused people to either turn the episode off or completely just unplug their... Because people's complexes <laughs> were going off so uncontrollably. Um, like, I always do this whenever I go to, like, my friends' places. If they have it connected to their TV and to their internet, if I see that a friend has it, I'll be like, Alexa, play Pornhub. <laughs> <laughs> uh. See, it works now. <laughs> so that's good. Um, but it's happened once where I can't say who it is, but I went to his house, and right when I walked in, like all of our friends are there, and I was like, Alexa, play porn. And I said it really loud. TV fucking pings on. <laughs> and dude, it pulls up, and I was just like, Where's the off, off, off? My, he's looking at me from across the party, and he's like, that was the last time I did it. The the best part was, you know, you saw his login info, so you knew it was legit, right? Yeah, it was like signed in as it, 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 like pinged up and like I see the TV turn on and I'm just like, oh shit. This is really happening right now. Normally it's This like, is real. This is not a drill. <laughs> this is not a drill. Abort, and abort. It, and like the thing is, it was a glow in the dark party. So when the TV turns on, everyone just looks over at it and I'm just like, oh, you can't miss man. it. And I just kind of like sipped my drink and got low. <laughs> you recently uh, left off at Two Girls, One Cup. Would you like to continue? <laughs> off, off. <laughs> oh, God. Resume, resume. On that note. On that note. It's been real. That's a good way to it's end it. It's been real. That yeah. is a good way to end it. Yeah, let's end it that way. That was Two Girls, um, One Cup. Actually, I want to go around before, since this is my episode. Ooh. Late Night with Joey. Um... <laughs> Getting too good at that. Yes, it's good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I just feel like uh, a half chub, just listen to myself. <laughs> you and I both. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in between both of you. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> How 
do I have? <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, Who just I'm, I'm going to go 180 with this from what we were talking about. Just the, the biggest realization you guys have each had lately. Just uh, big, any like mindset shifts or... Ooh, ooh, I like that. Um, no, you're last because you oh, got a good okay, one. Okay, I'm last. Yeah. No, <laughs> you got like building up one. the hype. Yeah. I know you're just going to be good. I guess we'll just go, um, what is this, clockwise? Mm-hmm. Um, biggest one for me is uh, it's not that big of a deal. Just to put it plainly and simply, mm-hmm. um, I have a tendency to overreact and really over-exaggerate a situation. And I think recently I've just been kind of like chilling out and being like, it's not that big of a deal. Since mm-hmm. December. Since have you read uh, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck? No. Mm-hmm. That would be a great <laughs> book for you. Would it? It's basically right. just give a fuck about the things that matter. And don't give a fuck about 90% of the stuff because 90% mm-hmm. stuff like doesn't matter. So. Yeah. Good book for you if you if you want. All right. <laughs> I haven't Kindle. I haven't downloaded anything in my Kindle I got for Christmas. Thanks, Rihanna, yet. But I was gonna um download cool. your book and then that might be book number two. Cool. So I saw that tagging along, I saw that change like around mid November where he mm. was like because Joey like would hold things in or just like the littlest thing, like, oh my god, he did this or something, like would take him off and it's like it's not that big of a deal, you know? And I'm over here just trying to like tell him like, hey, he's off of it. He's like, no, no, you don't understand. It can escalate to this and like tenfold. I'm like, what the fuck? How the hell did you get up there? Like, you know, damn. That's scary. <laughs> that's, no, that was, was kind of cool. Scary, yeah. That's the sound effect right that, there. That's the soundboard. We're out of here. So, and that for, and then I saw like Joey just like, hey, you're all right. He's like, yeah, it's not that big of a deal. I'm like, are you sure you're all right? I'm like, who the fuck am I talking to? Like, yeah. his whole thing changed. I'm like, damn. What? Yeah. So, what do you think? I mean, we don't have to go too deep into it, but like, what? What was it that? Cause that, or what was the shift, or did it um, just like hit you one day, or? Okay, I'm I'm getting a little bit personal. Um, me and my girlfriend, we had a really bad like patch, mm. right? Uh, she means a lot to me, you know. Um, I don't want to lose her, so I kind of had to make a change for myself mm-hmm. to maintain the integrity of what we were, mm. because honestly, we were at that point in our relationship where it's like make or break literally yeah, yeah so it was like okay like i'm gonna try to make this and um i mean i'm trying to be a better person in general because i'm like breaching 30 years old here you know and like i feel like it's time for me to get my shit together but she was a really good catalyst of um like just being like it's not that big of a deal and she's really good at embarrassing me in front of myself mm. which i hate but like if i did freak out you know she's really good at Calling your bullshit. Not only calling my bullshit, but like mocking me and uh, like, you know, so like in the perspective for you. Yeah, like like bantering a child. Like yeah, she treats yeah. me like a child, and it's like I'm not a child. And it's like, <laughs> oh, you know, like oh my god. So it's yeah. what you needed. That's what you needed. Yeah, yeah. She's actually younger than me, so it's kind of weird. But interesting. Yeah. That's nice. awesome, though. It's yeah. To see the change. Yeah. yeah. I mean, not to so, put too much pressure on the relationship, but I feel like that's when you found a good one. Is when they, when you want to become better, a better man. Yeah, you know, because of them, like that—that's some next level shit. So. I was actually gonna say something earlier, but it's like kind of cheesy. Um, I know that I'm in love with my girlfriend because when we were talking about interviews, and it's like you're in this fake environment, everybody's nervous. I was thinking to myself in my head, like, man, I've never been nervous in an interview in my life. I didn't say that, but I thought it, and I was like, you know. And then I was like, I've really only been nervous one time, and that was the interview of my girlfriend. Like when you're 
getting to know her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was I've dated a million people, never given a shit. Mm-hmm. But to be honest, hanging out with her the first like week or so. Palms are sweaty. Knees weak, arms are heavy. Bombadonna's. <laughs> well, no, there's more I mean, so piss on his bed already. Piss, piss yeah. on my bed already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dad's <Dying. Dying> ready. <laughs> what you got? Uh, mindset. I've seen more of a, like, i always been, like, go, 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 and I never looked back. Like, I actually made somewhere, like, a, some progress, you know, because it's always been, like, hey, do this, this, to get to this, to this, but now looking back at this whole last year, like since April, since the moving out of my parents, is like I've made some growth, you know, like I, it might be like very small growth. But even when I look at Nothing Lose podcast, like old posts, I'm like, oh, that's terrible. I can't believe I posted that like episode eight, nine and ten. And like, like just the come up. Episode nine. <laughs> 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 but like just the come up, just like, oh, how the hell did I think this was marketing? Or how did I think this was like promoting a podcast and it just that and just and physical too? like I'm like, oh. I ran a half marathon in sub 145, you know, like, and just the whole progress. I, I've never looked back because I've always been, mm. you got to just keep moving forward. But it's good to look back and like say, like, hey, I've actually made it somewhere. So if you're at a point right now where you're like, damn, I'm not progressing, just scroll back a couple photos or just look at some shit on your wall and you'll mm-hmm. see that yeah. I've actually made some progress. It's just not that big step yeah. that we all think we're going to get overnight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's amazing to reflect on things like that. So, I mean, there's, power in reflecting and seeing where you were and where you've gotten to, but not getting lost in that yeah. is important. And it's a good, comfortable medium of reflecting and also being present at the same time. Yeah. But, uh, mindset for me... Um, Probably nothing big, right? No. <laughs> nothing <laughs> life-changing. Uh, nothing happened. My name's Joey Wilder, and I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> <laughs> I already said it! <laughs> um, no, Who I, said it best? I have this... Uh, like new profound outlook. Um, I had like a super close near death experience. Not even like saying that out loud because I've, I, it didn't happen. So for me to say that, it's just kind of like, ah, eh, whatever. Um, but I had this giant six foot bar slammed through my windshield. And had I not braked, it would have gone through my driver's side and impaled me. And I probably wouldn't have made it through that. And the day of, um, I pushed a lot of people away just because I was trying to really dive deep into how I felt emotionally about it. And I'm, I'm flattered because you didn't push me away. I, yeah, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't know. Like, I responded to people that reached out and let them know that I was okay. Um, but a lot of things transpired for me. And my friend Kevin actually asked me a really deep question. And in his words, he said, had it gone alternatively? would you have been comfortable with where you had gotten to so far? And what's the first thing that comes to your mind? And the first thing I thought was, yes, I was comfortable with it. And the second thing that came up was friendships. I was happy about the friendships that I had made, not about any business accomplishments or anything like that, no achievements. It was all friendships and the lasting impression. And because of that, it really started to make me think a little bit deeper, whereas it can all be taken away in the snap of a finger. Yeah. And yeah. now it's me l- trying to live each day as wholly as I can. And with that being said, being honest and truthful with my words. So this conversation I'm getting ready to go have, um, after saying that out loud, what I had in my mind that I wanted to say and what I'm actually going to say are two completely different things. 
it happens that way. Yeah. Yeah. Is it talking to yourself? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah man. That's it. That's Myers mindset. How's That's your mindset? Cool. Um, it's, it's been good. Well, I just wanted to touch a little on that. Um, I think it's so important. Just, I mean, like Steve Jobs said it really well. Like, realizing that you're gonna die is like the best way to start living. Mm-hmm. And like, and it in. I think when we when we all think about it, we think of this like grand gesture, like we're gonna go quit our job and move to Australia, <laughs> you know, some like crazy shit like that. But I think it just comes down to like checking yourself, you know, like you said, being honest and make sure you're you're pursuing what makes you happy. Mm-hmm. And then like and then it really comes down to like like the smallest things each day. Like just mm-hmm. really finding like gratitude in that and just being you know, just being content. I think Absolutely. You know. I try to think of it, like, when I do get to actually meditate in the morning, like, I really think, like, okay, this could be it. You know, I think for the last, like, seven years, it's always been, like, either this could be my last day or, like, someone I really love. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, because you, you you see it, even if it's not doesn't actually happen, mm-hmm. but you see it happen. Um, and I think it's just it's just that perspective. And it's it's tough to, like, manifest that on your own. But, like, if you can, just to start asking yourself, it at mm-hmm. least gets you going in that direction. And then you're not, you know, stressing out about the small shit and, and, you're, and you're not just going and, you you know, you do take some time to just feel good and I think... Didn't tie it all back yet. Tie it all back yet. Oh, nice. um, but yeah, I, I think that's so huge, mm-hmm. you know, what you're talking about. For me, lately, it's just been like getting real with myself, mm-hmm. humbling myself, like really attacking the things like that I'm uncomfortable with and making sure who I try to be or am pursuing uh, like I want to make sure I'm just being I think it just comes back to being honest with myself you know like not trying to be not trying to front or not try to to be anything I'm not just to be myself and be cool with that like and like not looking for external like external uh, rewards or anything like Hit that. Hit save 500 times. <laughs> make sure it's safe. <laughs> so that's it for me and uh I think that's that's it, right? You 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 got the you got that's the, all, folks. You got the outro. I have the worst outros. I'm like, all right, see you guys tomorrow. <laughs> so let's uh let's go around and plug plug it out. Um, Joey has the best plugs. Um, pass. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. If you're listening on Myers Mindset, um, head on over to Nothing Lose Podcast. We post once a week. Uh, it's usually an hour long. So for those long commutes or for people at work. Uh, usually we interview somebody from San Diego, get their little background, ask them about just the struggle, their upbringings, and just get a different perspective. You know, we're all about perspectives and just keeping it raw. It's very unfiltered. We ask the one question, is there anything we can't talk about? And after that, we just roll with it. So head on over, follow us on Instagram, Nothing Lose Podcast, and you'll see our tags on there too if you want to follow us. We're somewhat cool, but just follow the podcast. (laughs) Plugs? Uh, you know, I want to thank, uh, <laughs> I want to thank, uh, Myers Mindset for having me back on for a second episode and nothing to lose for having me back on for a fourth, fourth, fourth episode. You probably own our domain and you haven't told us. I, I collectively own like a hundred domains. There you go. Like I'm just weird flex, for but people, it's my, it's my flex. Yeah. It's a, yeah. Oh, man, I, I believe it too. I can't wait till you're like, Hey, I bought it's catastic the other day. Joey, you know, <laughs> it's it's smart. It's it's realistic. You haven't seen my cat's Instagram. Like my cat has like 
pretty good following. She gets really good engagement. I'm, I'm not even. She's beautiful. Engagement is way better <laughs> than ours. Be- He's getting really she's upset right now. Dude, it's, it's she's London the Siamese. She's a nice lady. London the Siamese. Dude, she knows how to fetch. She can go to the bathroom in the toilet. Wow. wow. Yeah. Impressive. Wow. Now we got to step it up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, at least my cat doesn't pee the bed. One, 100%. That's a real thing. <laughs> and it happens to me daily. Part um, one. You know, actually, when when we were doing this podcast, my girlfriend texted me and said uh, uh, he peed in his sleep again on the bathroom floor. So nice. So you got to address that. Yep. Awesome, Can't wait guys. to hear the next story. I was happy to be here with you guys again. As yeah, always, fellas. Likewise. It's always yeah. a pleasure. You guys. We'll do this again for sure. Yeah, but you know, maybe we can actually do something outside of yeah. The podcast. It'd be nice. I mean, like we, we, we have. Yeah. Yes. Uh huh. We got right. we got to invite Eric. The fuck, yeah, guys. We tried. This was that was a blurry night. <laughs> I love Blurry Nights. <laughs> on that note, thank you guys for listening. We'll see you on the next episode. That's all. Love folks. you guys. Peace.